Welcome to Jean and Mike do the New York Times crossword. Hi, I'm Jean. And I'm Mike. And today we're doing the crossword for Friday, September 22nd, 2023. So, on a date with a lot of twos in it. A lot of twos. Did you do the crossword? I did. And was it a lot of fun? It took me two minutes. What? <laughs> no, not really. Uh, but uh, it didn't take me long. Mm-hmm. Especially since it was a Friday. So usually I struggle on Fridays. But mm-hmm. I got this one done in 1920. Wow. I did mine in 2023. <laughs> no, that was a year. Sorry. Um, yeah, I, uh, I didn't find it too difficult either. I, I immediately got hooks all over the grid and uh-huh. and there was no um no theme to really deal with here so no. just some really good clues very good clues yes yes i uh i started off puzzled with one across actually i think i i didn't get any good uh, so, sort of footholds in the top left corner i had to sort of work around right and work around that area before i finally was able to sort of get back into it but like one across furry animals with black tipped tails i just assumed that would be raccoons oh because that's the only animal that i can think of that has black anything i maybe a zebra i don't know i don't even know if zebras have tails they have uh striped tails right i don't they have tails i've never really seen that end of a yeah. zebra so mm-hmm. okay yeah i think they have striped tails well, in any event, the answer here was... I don't was, know if the tip is black or if it's gray. Right. <laughs> I just think about raccoons because, I mean, they've got the rings, right? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. but this was stoats. A stoat or stoat because it was plural, yes. Oh, it's not a stoat? No. It's, okay. I think it's just stoat. Just a stoat? Uh-huh. So what's that A doing there sort of as a freeloader? Well, it's in coats, too, and boats. That's and- true. <laughs> So. I think it's time it left those words or started paying rent. <laughs> it's like if you're going to live inside another word and not contribute, you need to be you need to be contributing instead. <laughs> right. Um, uh, of course, if you took the a out of coats, then you'd have cots. That's right. And I guess if you took the um, a, you'd have stots, which actually isn't a word. Or bots. Or bots. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, or or mots, if you. Took it out of moat. Yes. <laughs> Amazing how the English language is put together. Yes. Uh, let's see. Two down was also hard for me. Cry made wa- waving, perhaps. Oh. So I was thinking it would be something like you who. Oh, yes. But it was, I got the same thing. But it was, we only had four letters. It was taxi. Taxi. Have you ever waved and called taxi? I don't even remember taxis anymore. I mean, you know, I just call <laughs> Uber. No waving required. Uh-huh. Just tap. Um Three down, animal in the Qatar Airways logo was an oryx. That's right. Boy, that was a surprise to me. Me too. It was, first of all, a surprise that there was an animal called an oryx. Oh, I've heard of an oryx, but I just, I I couldn't even imagine what animal would be in the Qatar Airways logo. So apparently it is a type of antelope that lives yes. in arid arid territories. Apparently, yes. I knew it was... I knew it was a deer-like animal, but I didn't know where it actually came from. I thought maybe it was African. See, I kept thinking of, I, I guess I must have been thinking of um, like either an Australian airline or a New Zealand airline. Oh. <laughs> I kept thinking about kangaroos. Oh. I guess it was Qantas. That was what I was right. yes. stuck yes. on. Uh-huh. You know, Qatar, Qantas. <laughs> 
Apparently, if you're if you're an airline, you start with the letter Q. You have to have an animal in your logo. It's apparently a UN law. Right. Um, the first clue, I think, I well, actually, I got seven across. It's mind altering. I knew that was LSD. Right. But then I think the first one, other than that, was twenty across. Dapper pachyderm. Mm-hmm. That was Babar. Yeah, I needed the A from Seven Down, Honeymoon Singer, Blank Del Rey, Lana. I, I needed I needed one letter in Babar, and I got the A and was able to figure it out. Uh-huh. I read many a Babar book mm-hmm. when our children were growing up. Uh, it was grand, and he was well-dressed. <laughs> um, boy, I blanked on, the, on 21 Across, the 1945 uh, conference site, Yalta. Yalta. I don't know how or why, but I did. How could I forget Yalta? I don't know. It's pretty historic. Yes, it is. Um, Let's see. 22 Cross, did this resonate with you? The prominent feature of Man Ray's painting Observatory Time, The Lovers. The answer was Lips. That's right. Are you familiar with that painting? Um, I knew it was Lips, but (laughs) I'm not... I'm I'm not able to actually picture the painting in my mind. I bet it has a bunch of lips in I it. Must have, I must have. Must have, or maybe it's just a a very close close up of the lovers, and all you can see are their lips. Hmm. I don't know. Well, we'll find out, and then of course we will, listeners, post it in the show notes, <laughs> so you can enjoy that. Right. Um, Nineteen across. Admission needs informally, so I just assumed that was going to be GPA, except it said admission needs, and I was a little bit concerned about the fact that it was plural in the yes. clue, and GPA was singular. Um, turned out it had nothing to do with universities. No. It was ticks. Right. I put T-I-K for tick. That but, would But then, yes, I thought, oh, it, it's plural, but I guess T-I-X, ticks. Means more than one. And I guess informally is... Right. That's what makes ticks tick, so to speak. Exactly. Uh, Let's see. I had no idea about 23 across Australian tennis great Goolagong. Oh. Looks like that's that's the person, that's sort of the the origin story of Google, but maybe not. No, no, no. Goolagong. Yvonne Goolagong. Yvonne with an E. Yes. You know, I wanted it to be Y-V-O-N-N-E, but... Right, no, it was E. Yeah, I'm... I remember her. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. It, is a, it is a she. Yes, okay. Yvonne Goolagong. Mm-hmm. Don't Yvonne's usually start with a Y? Yes. Okay. But I guess this not all of them do. No. Uh, that ran into eight down, where business is going downhill fast, and that turned out to be ski resort. Right. I originally went for a ski chalet. Oh, well, that's not a business. Well, they're... It's just a building. Yeah, but but presumably they're, you know, selling people hot chocolate, whatever it is you do in a ski chalet. Oh. (laughs) Um, That also ran in 27 across false start. Pseudo. Yes, I like that. Mm -hmm. That was good. Let's see. uh, 17 across, like, tough love was oxymoronic. Boy, I haven't used that word in a while. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I did not know 40 across. Beer, whose ads once featured a sinister penguin. Mm-hmm. Bud Ice? Bud Ice? I, I'm assuming it's Bud Ice. Bud Ice? 
I've never heard of that beer. <laughs> I've heard of Bud Beer, Budweiser, but Bud Ice, I've never heard of. It looks vaguely like some sort of an undergarment. <laughs> well, maybe I, that's, I know, maybe, instead of a U, it'd be a bodice. Maybe that's it. It would have been a bodice. But Bud Ice and a sinister penguin. I just do not... I don't remember any commercials with a sinister penguin in them. And 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 even stranger, it was a sinister penguin wearing a bodice <laughs> while sipping on a Bud Ice. It was just too controversial an ad. They probably they probably sunk it. That's why you've only seen it once, if that. Yes. Um, Forty-two across. Stand up during a presentation was easel. Right. That was funny. Yes. And I didn't understand the one next to it, 43 across, upcycle, say, was reuse. Yes. Since when did upcycle become a, I mean, it's recycle. Yes, it is. So why is it an upcycle? That sounds very suspicious. <laughs> yeah, that does sound kind of odd now that I think about it. Upcycle. Upcycle. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, there's what's, no down cycle. I was going to say, what's a down cycle? <laughs> or a sideways cycle. <laughs> But that was a part of 29 Down, Contest Featuring Apollo. So, of course, I went right down the garden path, and I'm thinking of, okay, what did this guy do? Did he have, like, a chariot race or something like that? <laughs> no. Turned out it was, it was, I was close. It was a space race. Space race, yes. So it was that Apollo. That Apollo, that's correct, yes. Uh, let's did see. You, did you get 39 Down right away? Sky Courier Maker? Cessna? Yes. Um... I was able to recognize enough letters and then figure it out. Oh. <laughs> apparently, that's a very new aircraft that they make. Oh. Um, apparently, they make these in lieu of making Skyhawks because a Sky Courier is presumably a million times more profitable than Skyhawks. I see. Yeah, you can't get a Skyhawk for love or money, but I bet you can get a Sky Courier cheap. Uh-huh. Cheaply. Um 45 down, eponymous town in southeast Connecticut was Lyme, L-Y-M-E. Right. So that's where Lyme disease comes from. <laughs> I guess. I kept, I mean, really, they, they should have named themselves, you know, something friendlier, like, welcome to well, tuberculosis, Connecticut. Perhaps the, the city was named Lyme before the disease was discovered, and it was named after the place it was it was discovered, Lyme. Well, maybe they discovered the disease first, and then the people <laughs> living in some v- anonymous village said, hey, we had to name ourselves after that disease. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know if it works that way. <laughs> if anyone's from Lyme, yes. you can tell us the his- history of your town. If we, have any, so. if we have any Lyme listeners. <laughs> um, let's see. Or I don't know if that's like a Lyme whisperer. That'd be something totally different. Um. 54 across, undoubtedly. The answer was yes. Yes. <laughs> I, I like this. Undoubtedly. Undoubtedly. Yes. Do you ever say that when uh, you mean yes? I say, undoubtedly. I say indubitably. Oh. <laughs> and I don't even know why. <laughs> I, I, I think it's some reference to an old comic. Who would say indubitably? It sounds like something that would come out of a bullwinkle. Maybe. Um, well, or, or a Brit, Britcom. Indubitably. Yeah, indubitably. <laughs> I don't know. Um, let's see. 41 down club collection was dues. That, yes. that was sort of a bit tricky for me. Yep. Um, I like 21 down. It was a, let's see where 21 down go to. Um, it was almost the full length of the uh, crossword. 
Um, all I asked for was that simple thing. And the answer was, you had one job. One job, yes. yes. I like that. And then we also had sort of about the same length. Um, systemically indispensable, too big to fail. What a great way of phrasing that. <laughs> systemically indispensable. That's right. I, I just love that wording. Yeah, that was that was an excellent clue. Mm-hmm. Um, and 50 down, medical theaters for short, ORs. Yeah, <laughs> we had OR doc. We had OR doc. They're trying to desperately justify that. <laughs> so just like we're going to prove that there's such a thing as an OR, we'll just put it into today's crossword. <laughs> and tomorrow there's going to be something about docs. Right. <laughs> so they're they're sort of uh, backtracking their way into that justification. That that could be. Yeah. <laughs> but um, well, I think that is probably it for the crossword. I really like this one. It was good. It was by uh, Raphael Musa and Michael Lieberman. Mm-hmm. And we've definitely heard from Michael Lieberman uh, not too long ago. I'm not sure about Raphael Musa. Mm-hmm. But anyway, good job. Very good. Yes. And it is Friday. Yes, it is. Which means it's time for a Fun Fact Friday. Do, 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 do. And do you have a fun fact? I for do have a fun fact. Fun Fact Friday? Well, please, enlighten yes. us. Well, if you recall from the Sunday crossword... It was a blast from the past when uh, we got to uh, fill the, the clues in with some of our favorite songs. Right. Golden Oldies. Uh, and one of them was by Carly Simon, and the song was called You're So Bane. Yes. And that has a lot of controversy mm-hmm. surrounding it. So I looked at several sources to see if we ever did discover who that song was written about. Because it was a song that sort of, uh, t- you know, told the story of a person who just thought they were too good to be true. And so I, I like I said, looked at several sources. But this one comes from AmericanSongwriter.com. And it says, in 1972, a blossoming singer-songwriter, Carly Simon, began a decades-long guessing game with her hit single, single You're So Vain. <clears throat> the critical but cryptic re- retrospect of a self-absorbed past lover ironically comes from her third studio album, No Secrets. Did you have that album? No. I did. Mm. And I had the music, too, just to play on the piano. Um, for years, fans and media pressed the artist about the infamous hook, You're So Vain, You Probably Think This Song Is About You. Guesses ranged from Warren Beatty, Mick Jagger... Chris Christopherson, Jack Nicholson, and Cat Stevens. All previous flings of Carly Simon. Good Lord. When Can did you imagine will. having that many boyfriends? When did she find time to record? I don't know. I guess it helps that a lot of the people she was <laughs> hanging around with were musicians. Uh-huh. They must have been short-lived flings. I guess that's they called them flings. They were short-lived. Okay, maybe finally. They, maybe they just wanted... Maybe she just wanted them for their, for their musical ability. <laughs> well... Not uh, Jack Nicholson, <laughs> or probably... Warren Beatty, or well, Chris Christopherson. Yeah, he had some song, good right? songs. But anyway, finally, after 43 years, <clears throat> Simon admitted to People Magazine in 2015 that the second verse is Warren. Their fleeting New York City romance, <clears throat> excuse me, is summed up in the following lines: "You had me several years ago when I was still quite naive." Well, you said we made such a pretty pair and that you would never leave, but you gave away the things you loved, and one of them was me. I had some dreams. They were clouds in my coffee. 
And I found out that she she wrote that line, they were clouds in my coffee because she once boarded an airplane and when they were up in the air, she was sitting next to the window and it was a really uh, sunny day. <clears throat> and the person with her noticed that the coffee she was drinking, the reflection of the clouds from the window mm-hmm. were on top of her coffee cup. And oh. he said, look, you have clouds in your coffee. And she's like, I got to put that line in a song. <laughs> so, so anyway... There were three verses, and then she eventually uh, admitted that there were actually, it was a combination of three different men, hmm. but that she did identify Warren Beatty as one of them. Uh, and then once in a charity auction, um, the, whoever uh, bid the most would be able to find out who the other two were. And there, <laughs> there was a man named Dick Ebersol, um, and he... He bid the most for that particular package, so he knows. He knows who the three are, but the rest of us only know one. And who knows if we'll ever know who the other two Maybe are. Dick will start his own contest, <laughs> and it just goes, and eventually the entire world will know. Right, but the, the article closed as, besides her closest friends and Dick Ebersol, <laughs> the world may never know for sure who a young Simon was singing out to in the song. But the endless possibilities of men who still sweat over the song when it plays over the radio and who are and what made You're So Vain a classic. Wow. So that's my fun fact. You're well, So Vain. That was fascinating. I'm I'm sorry that, that somehow Freddie Mercury didn't work his way into that list. <laughs> he might have been a little bit young for that, I suppose. Perhaps, but, yes. So, well, huh. Definitely lived up to being a fascinating fact. <laughs> All right. All right. A fascinating and fun fact. All right. Well, thank you so much for that. And thank you, everyone, for listening. We will be back again with our cutting-edge analysis of tomorrow's crossword tomorrow. Bye-bye. <laughs>